0: Welcome to Empower Humans. Welcome again to the Empower Humans podcast. This is episode 99, day 31 of our continuing coronavirus series here. And uh, I hope everybody's doing well. I hope we continue to uh, be more and more positive and uh, grateful. And all these things as we move forward, despite some uh, difficulties everybody's facing for the most part right now. I do want to, of course, remind you, as always, you are absolutely priceless, which means that your value is above the Uh, monetary systems of this world and the riches are found in you and you're never alone, especially right now we've been saying this, we're all in this uh, particular predicament, (laughs) let's say together. So just keep that in mind as we uh, go through all this, but uh, this is something that will never change and we'll probably continue to say forevermore on this podcast. You were priceless and you're never alone. By the way, go to hope.empowerhumans.com. There's some links there for up-to-date numbers on the virus and uh, also uh, some memes for some comic relief and, of course, links to these podcast episodes and other things on our website. You're more than welcome to go there. Share those memes and get some comic relief, too, like I said. As far as the numbers of the virus, uh, just over 2.3 million confirmed cases, 162,000 deaths, and uh, over 607,000 recovered at this point. And in the U.S., that's 740,000, uh, almost 741 And uh, 39,000 and some change on the deaths at this point. Uh, So this continued to go up, but these numbers are leveling off. In New York City in particular, which is kind of a big epicenter of this whole thing, uh, these numbers are starting to slow down as far as admissions into hospitals and uh, uh, deaths, of course. it, It all kind of coincides. I was able to go with my boys yesterday to the park, which was nice. There's lots of people at the park, by the way, but despite there being a decent amount of folks at the park, there was a decent amount of social distancing taking place. Folks running and riding bikes and uh, playing sports, baseball, football, soccer, Uh, literally all these things going on at the park, but uh, I was able to play some football with the boys and uh, my youngest able to practice throwing the ball. He's a lefty, so uh, we're working on everyone's throwing and accuracy. But it's nice to get out. It's getting warmer. This is one of the things that I think is going to also contribute to people not wanting to stay inside anymore because as it warms up. This is what people want to do: go outside, enjoy the nice weather. Plus, it's springtime. That's when the weather is really the nicest in most places, especially in a place like Vegas. Because over here, it gets, uh, as most of you know, it gets dang hot <laughs> in the summertime. So people are wanting to get out. People are going to want to. Have pools open and all these things. So hopefully we don't do anything too rash too uh, soon or uh, you know be too ahead of ourselves to where we cause a bigger problem in the long term. I mean we are having protests across the country. People saying they need to get back to their jobs. They need to get out of their homes. All these things going on that. Uh, The public sentiment is, oh, we need to do this. But also, according to certain polls, I think the Pew Research Center, two-thirds of the country think we might be moving too quickly reopening these states. Uh, So, and then the other, of course, third or so thought that uh, we're not moving quick enough. So there's always going to be different opinions, but it kind of needs to come down to uh, some of the experts as well. And we need to, uh, as cynical as some of us may be at this point, we need to probably trust uh, to a large extent, a lot of what's being said here. Uh, I did see some good news, though. John Krasinski held uh, basically kind of an online prom with uh, Billy Eilish and the Jonas Brothers, and so people were... Uh, I guess logging into that and uh, dancing from home and dressed up and all these things for prom, which I thought was kind of cool. You know, it's it's uh, taking lemons, make lemonade kind of situation and uh, people doing their very best with it. So uh, props to John Krasinski and all involved with that and uh, hopefully you enjoyed yourselves enough uh, despite circumstances being what they are. Now, when it comes to reopening the country, the CDC says that uh, testing needs to go up to three hundred fifty to 500,000 Per day, where right now we're at about 150,000. So I'm not sure what that's going to mean, as especially as it relates to these numbers we talked about yesterday. Santa Clara County in California, the antibody tests kind of showed that uh, this virus might be far more widespread than people are thinking, based on at least just the testing and the current numbers that we have that in this county it might be up to 85 times greater than what's uh, out there in the numbers as we speak right now, which I think speaks a lot, if this is true, again, big IF in all caps, IF this is true, and it may not be, this is a somewhat controversial finding, but if this is true, (laughs) let's just pretend, let's say there's 100,000 reported cases, but if there's actually roughly 80 times that, which would be 8 million cases and about 4,000 deaths, That would mean that uh, the death rate goes from roughly 4% to about 0.05%, actually. So, five one hundredths of one percent versus four percent, which is a big difference. And if that were the case, by the way, that would actually be less than the death rate of the flu. Again, I know this is somewhat controversial. I know we're in preliminary stages of these numbers. Uh, but that that being the case, it kind of would make sense if it was the case that these other cases that were tested are the more severe cases, and the other folks who are getting this virus and it not having really much effect on them aren't, of course, going to the hospital and getting tested, and of course, not getting on ventilators or dying. So that would mean that uh, the numbers that we have as of now might be far different. But we'll keep our eyes open for that. I'm not sure what to make of all that. Uh, One thing I did see was that Brooke Baldwin from CNN, her and her colleague Chris Cuomo both had been diagnosed with this virus. And, of course, Chris Cuomo's wife as well and our Thoughts and all of that go out to these folks. Hopefully, they improve soon. But Brooke Baldwin posted an article of sorts, uh, kind of a narrative of her experience with this virus. And I thought it was interesting. I'm going to read a couple short paragraphs about it uh, so that you can kind of hear what she had to say. But she said, Under the influence of coronavirus, as each day came to a close, I would often cry. Unable to stave off the sense of dread and isolation I felt about what was to come. Now, by the way, this is uh, in line with what Chris Cuomo had said and others that... I think he said the demons come out at night with this virus. And that's kind of the case with a lot of viruses because people get fevers and have nightmares and all these things that go along with fever and illness like this. She goes on to say, I was fighting constant body aches in the evenings. I started a habit of climbing into the bathtub for 45 to 60 minutes just to try to use the hot water to distract my skin from the all-encompassing ache that would begin in my lower extremities. The kind of ache that only two extra strength Tylenol could eventually dull. Looking back, my sense of time feels warped and inexact. Some days crawled by tortuously, slowly, while others disappeared unaccounted for in my memory, lost in the wash of emotions, sleep, and illness. Now, some of you can relate you've been ill, whether with the coronavirus or not. Uh, You know, I remember getting ill as a child and uh, having crazy dreams, and you don't know what to make of it when you're a child because you've never experienced this before. And a lot of it's kind of fever-induced dreams and experiences. This is a complicated situation. I know there's a lot at stake both economically and in terms of mental health and uh, all kinds of other levels, let alone the physical well-being and health of everybody involved with this virus, including and especially the first responder, medical workers, nurses, doctors, and so on, staff at hospitals. Um, I just want to kind of throw in my last two cents on this, that we will get through this. We need to stay strong, positive, and united and uh, think in terms of kind of a bigger picture, not just what affects whether or not I can go to the park and the pool with my boys or what you want to do with your time and spring break and weekends and evenings and (laughs) all these things, which are, of course, important factors, but also the well-being and health of everybody involved. Uh, I see that the CDC has put out some more guidelines for reopening things, and hopefully that will be widespread in terms of everybody kind of paying attention to that. And, okay, if we all start returning to work, that I don't know, maybe everybody's wearing masks and gloves. Maybe people are maintaining a social distance of six plus feet and all these sorts of things. And, you know, I already see it going on in restaurants as I've gone to pick up food here and there where there's kind of a different uh, like plastic shield in front of the cashier and different things like that going on. I believe we can get back to business sooner rather than later. And I hope that's the case. I hope that We will all uh, do our part to be united in that cause and, uh, you know, return to our name, which is the United States and, you know, at least in America and as a globe that we work together to uh, get past this sort of situation. And as they may come up in the future, hopefully we've learned a lot of lessons here. Um, We're going to have our interview with Elena Cardone coming out uh, later this evening, probably past midnight, so it'll be for Monday morning for most of you. Uh, Go ahead and listen to that. And I want to leave you, of course, with our challenges as always. Study and keep studying if you've started. Hopefully during this virus situation, you've had more opportunity. uh, For many who've been at least in some sort of quarantine, social isolation of some sort, we've had uh, an opportunity to... Uh, learn and grow and find some other resources to do that that maybe we weren't previously because we were engaged in other activities. So continue to study. Stimulating the mind and even soul is a very important thing to do. Our second challenge, as always, is uh, make great moments. That's with loved ones. That's things like going to the park, like I'm doing with my boys. Or once in a while we play a video game or we do, you know, we also did some Legos yesterday. We're finishing a big Star Wars project. <laughs> and uh, whatever your situation is, if you've got kids or or you're by yourself or whatever, make great moments. Find ways to serve and love others that might be outside the home. That might be a nursing home or something in some capacity. Uh, but in all kinds of ways, we can serve and make great moments. And, of course, our last challenge is let's keep doing this podcast together I believe in you. I'm grateful for you. I'm flattered that we spend time together. Thank you for listening. Share this podcast with family, friends, loved ones between Facebook and uh, Twitter and all the things out there. And uh, also visit hope.empowerhumans.com for more information and, like we said, for those memes and some comic relief. And until next time, my friends, empower yourself, empower the world around you. Thanks so much for listening to Empower Humans. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review this podcast. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit EmpowerHumans.com. We'll catch you next time.